Have you checked out the PTSD Wives Handbook? This book is for the wife whose spouse has survived trauma and is now navigating through mood swings, flashbacks, and mishandled emotions. PTSD can create a toxic home environment and cause a divide in the closest and most meaningful relationships. As a caretaker, the PTSD wife is finding herself at the receiving end of anger, aggression, and constant negativity. This can create a personal, mental, and spiritual health crisis for her. In this book, Coach Leah uncovers the hidden wounds of trauma and the effects that it can have on your relationship. Based on biblical principles, she teaches you the tools and resources that are needed to handle stressful situations and to seek help from the Lord and foster a deeper relationship with Him. By reading this book and putting the principles into action, you're going to learn how to take control of your life and grab hold of the power that lies within. Grab your copy of the PTSD Wives Handbook today by clicking the link in the show notes. Now, back to the show. We're turning pain into purpose. Come on in, guys. Let's talk about it. My name is Leah Huggins. I'm a wife, a mother, and a proud U.S. Navy veteran. After two tours to Iraq, my husband was diagnosed with PTSD. My world spiraled out of control as fear, anxiety, doubt, and depression took over. I gave my life to Christ, took on a new mindset, and let go of the negativity of my past. I now help wives to find healing, encouragement, and strategy to overcome the effects of PTSD on their daily lives and in their marriage. So come on in and let's talk about it. Welcome to Marriage, Motherhood, and PTSD. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Marriage, Motherhood, and PTSD. This is the place where we empower women to support their spouse, themselves, and each other through PTSD without losing themselves in the process. I'm your host, Coach Leah, and I'm so glad that you joined us today. All right, you guys, we have a good one for you today. We're continuing on our Faith Builder series where we're talking to women that have overcome insurmountable odds by leaning on their faith and through the power and the grace of God. We got a special guest in the building today. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a licensed evangelist for over 10 years, and she's a best-selling author. She's also a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and she is the co-founder of Under His Wings, the KRB Foundation. I want you guys to welcome my very special guest, Mrs. Latasha Bryant. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here on the show today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So let's start off with you telling the people a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? Well, I am Latasha Bryan. As you stated earlier, I'm a native of Pastor Shan, was a resident for over 20 years in Gulfport, where I raised my two sons. And we recently relocated back home to Pastor Shan. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, tell me about the work that you do with the KRB Foundation. Well, the KRB Foundation, the Under His Wings KRB Foundation, hope is to bring awareness by creating service programs which promote healing through mobilizing resources and assistance to our communities. Yes, yes. Okay. And um, what kind of resources are they doing? 
what we do is our hope is to provide resources to those families of homicide victims, um, mental health therapists, grief counseling, things like that, just to uh, help them cope with their new normal that they are experiencing on this journey that we are all taking. Yes, yes. I was reading the bio and I saw that when tragedy hit your house, you found that there was a void in the fact that there weren't these resources out there, that there were not enough resources out there for parents and people that are going through the loss of their loved one. You're absolutely correct. So that happened around 2015 when we lost our son, Kian, um, to due to some senseless violence in the community. And our community had just started experiencing. Now we're at an um, increase. We're seeing it and it's almost becoming daily in the community where we all felt was quite safe to raise our families. Um, but during that process, after that loss, uh, we searched high and low. We were referred out to counselors who um, really could not help us mm. as um, you can only help somebody if you've been through something. Yeah. Um, really not not you can only help them, but it's more effective mm-hmm. um, to have that. So we we searched high and low, couldn't find anyone. Then I uh, networked, started networking with another two families who had been through some things earlier than us. Mm-hmm. And um, we decided that it was a need for the community. So at that time, after much prayer and consideration, uh, my husband and I co-founded this organization, under his wings, uh, that stems from, of course, the Psalms 91 um, and KRB is our son's initials, the foundation. And that was um, an effort to keep his name going, um, that he has a purpose even after death. So it helps us in our healing process to be able to help someone else. So pay it forward. This journey is a difficult journey, a journey that we are very unfamiliar with, but we learn and we grow and we lean and depend on each other by the grace of God to continue on. That's beautiful. Beautiful. So I've been looking online and I I love the amount of recognition that the organization is getting. Um, And that's because it draws attention to such a serious matter, you know, that's going on in our community. Gun violence is is become such a big epidemic, as you said, you know, it's not just in our communities, but all over the nation. Um, What do you think communities need uh, to help turn this epidemic around? Well, certainly it's my belief that if we can go back to the old path, Mm -hmm. um, this uh, the generations and the world, the society that we're living in today is much different than what we were raised in, Mm -hmm. um, where it took a village to raise a family, um, a child, a village to raise a child. So back then um, we all had a sense of depending on each other Mm -hmm. to be able to um, to succeed in life. And when we became independent of each other, instead of depending and leaning on each other and assisting each other, um, then we see the break in the cycle, thus um, causing what we are experiencing at this time. So I just I'm truly I truly believe that, you know, um, we're going to have to go back to the old path um, because that worked. Um, And this is not working. That's right. That's right. I definitely believe that family is the foundation, you know, of society. And, you know, you can judge how healthy a society is. You know, the health and wellness of a society is based on the health and wellness of the family that's in that society. Absolutely. What do you think families are missing these days? 
church. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what people don't realize is that your family, you are divinely connected to your family. Hmm. That means God saw fit to connect you hmm. to those group of people. And the almighty, all knowing, all seeing God knows much more than what we. So if he thought enough to make her my mom, he must think she's what I need in my life. Vice versa, my son, my cousin, my aunt. Um, We can certainly pick our friends and we err in that way severely. However, you know, God picks our family. And if we just depend on his picking, Mm -hmm. his choosing and trusting and and letting him lead and guide us, Mm -hmm. that's just going back to the old path. Um, And then, you know, things I think would be a, a lot better. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. There definitely um, has been, like they talk about in the Bible, a falling away Absolutely. from the Lord and, Absolutely. and from his ways. And, and you can see, what does it say? The love of many wax cold. It waxes cold. It waxes cold. Yes. And, and definitely um, there is a structure. There is a biblical structure of family. Um, it's and, important uh, to God. Yeah, yeah. Family definitely, you know, mm-hmm. is important to God, as you said. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Um church absolutely we have to go together and not just sin we need to come together and worship um so that um your children mimic what they see Mm. um and if they see that um you have a strong faith system a belief system and you leaning and teaching them to trust and lean and depend on god then it helps them in their decision making and their conflict resolution it just all comes down into domino effect so if we always keep god head as you know seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness then all that other stuff he's gonna take care of that so you know we have to just keep him in the center of our lives so that you know god can lead god and direct us that's right so um as you said um you lost your son to uh unnecessary senseless gun violence absolutely um but I want to paint a picture of who Keon was. What was he like? Keon was my firstborn. So Keon was the first person to show me a different level of love. He gave me a title that I had never received. The most proud title that I wear today mm-hmm. is the title of being a mom because everybody's not entrusted for Mm -hmm. that title. So I'm grateful to God for that title that he allowed me to have. But Kim was a very unrespectful young man, um, never gave us a day of trouble, um, never really worried about him in trouble. Um, But yeah, he was he a very loyal friend, didn't have too many friends. But if he was your friend, he was your friend. Mm -hmm. So um, that is who my son Keon was. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, how did his passing affect the household? Like what did grief look like for your house? Well, certainly as a mother, you always think that your children will bury you. You never in a million years think you would have to bury your child. So that's a tragedy in itself, yeah. which shook my entire house. Um, and it continues to um you know, affect us. It's not something that goes away. This is a journey. Mm-hmm. This is something that you'll never get over. Time doesn't heal all wounds mm-hmm. because there's a lot of missing birthdays and um, weddings that he'd never get to see. My grandchildren, I'll never have by him. Um, things like that. So that his passing affected us um, greatly. However, uh, 
my husband and I have been together since uh, high school. Yeah. Um, so uh, we have been together over 33 years and it just drew, drew us closer mm-hmm. to each other because we had nobody. Well, we needed to depend on each other mm-hmm. because not only did I lose a son, he lost a son and my son lost a brother. Mm-hmm. And in that losing his brother, he lost his hero. He lost his mentor. He lost the person that he he admired the most. He lost his safe space where he could talk to somebody, you know, when he doesn't want to talk to us. So it robbed him as well. So it affected our household greatly and it's still. But as I say, always. God's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, we just have to continue to lean and depend and trust on him even when, you know, it, it seems like all hope is failed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So where were you at in your faith during this time? Um, I know we talked about in the, in the beginning, you were a minister, you know, uh, you've been a minister for 10 years. Um, and I know that as humans, you know, we're, we're going to struggle with understanding. Absolutely. You know, so yes, it's, it's frustrating. We, we deal with frustration and, you know, as I said, some people get mad at God and some people, um, their journey is to lean in and get closer to God. You oh, know? So well, what was your faith? Well, my initial faith was um, that this was shouldn't have, have happened to me mm-hmm. um, because I was uh, I raised my children mm-hmm. in holiness. They went to church. They um, all gave their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I exemplified um, not just talk the word, but walk the word, live the word in front of them. Mm-hmm. So um, I felt that that he should have been protected mm-hmm. um, by God should have protected him he should have been a testimony and not a tragedy is what I thought I was very disappointed that God had let me down um and let that happen to me Mm -hmm. because I had served him all that I knew how Mm -hmm. um I had did everything that I thought was required Mm -hmm. to protect my family from things like this but what I have learned is that God lost his son Mm. as well and he didn't do a thing Mm. but he died for us and it um eventually i'm not gonna tell you it happened immediately Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eventually over years Mm -hmm. that you know i had i know that i cannot do anything without him i have never lost connection with him but I was hanging on yeah and as long as you hang on to the power source eventually you will be restored. So it just encourages me. And I will tell anyone, if you can't hold on, just hang on. Hang on. Just hang on. If you're hanging by a string, you still have some power source. And God somehow will get you through. So each and every day is a test. It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Some days are good. Some days are bad. Some days are just like it happened yesterday. Yeah. But by the grace of God, he continues to give you the unction to keep on going. So that's what we do. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that's that's a real statement is that it didn't you know, it, it, it doesn't take overnight. It takes longer than overnight to, to yeah. definitely heal from something. Absolutely. You know, that's that's a deep wound, I, I would yes. imagine. Um, and it does take overnight. And some people, you know, make the mistake of saying things like, you know, it'll be all right. Don't cry. And it's um He's with the Lord and yes. he's in a better place right, and right. God knows best and yes, all yes. of those cliches that does not help the healing journey. That's right. So I will tell anybody, if you don't know what to say, don't say don't anything. Say Just pray. 
Amen. Because Amen. most of the time you make it worse. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. So I want to talk about what healing looked like for you. Um, how did you begin the process? And, and I'm sure being in, you know, a, a dark place at, at one time, you know, what, how, what was the turnaround? What sparked that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I will say that the only thing that I can contribute it to is the prayers of the saints. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew somebody was praying for me because I wasn't praying for myself. Mm -hmm. So I could feel the prayers of the saints carrying me through those days. Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, um, I never lost my praise. It wasn't as powerful as it once was. I wasn't jumping and shouting around the church for years. Um, but you know, I knew that I still could not live this life without God, no matter what that, you know, I still needed him. So that is what healing kind of looked like. Um, my husband was very instrumental because he's a little bit stronger than I am, um, as far as emotion wise. So he helped, you know, we helped each other, yeah. you know, cause, uh, grief looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So we, um, respect and understood that. And, um, we allowed ourselves to live and work through those journeys. It did not bring us a hard hardship. It, it would, I would say at this point, it has made us closer. Beautiful. Beautiful. So as far as the support goes outside of, you know, your family, your husband, um, your son, you all supporting each other. Did you have other people that, you know, were with you as far as supporting and what did that support look like? What was helpful to you? Like, did you have a sister circle? Was there a community? Oh, um, we, yeah. uh, And that's what kind of started this whole thing because it started off with just two or three mothers. Mm -hmm. So we would just make sure everybody didn't know they were crazy Mm -hmm. and felt crazy (laughs) and about to lose their mind, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we tried to, you know, work and strengthen each other Mm -hmm. and just, then we took it to a you know a, the next step but um so I did have just a small circle I'm a very private person mm-hmm. so um I definitely will not inflict my um problems on anybody else mm-hmm. or you know even you know this is a stretch for me yeah. um but <laughs> to be it. honest but it. so yeah so um yeah I did I, and, and plus I have I have a phenomenal family I mean so you know whatever we needed. They always supported us. What resources did you find helpful? Did you, you know, did you read? um, Was it just prayer? Was it just, you know, the help of your, you know, just being in the company of your sisters? Initially, initially, I will say um, transparently, Um, those probably were the things I did last Hmm. because you remember I was disappointed. So I had been praying, like Mm -hmm. I've been praying, Mm -hmm. I've been fasting, I've been reading the word and my Mm -hmm. son still ain't here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that therapy Mm -hmm. is very crucial, um, to have someone on the outside that you can dump everything out and they help you make sense of it mm-hmm. that you go on. And then, you know, that is a part therapy is very, very, very important. And I tell everybody, healthy people need therapists mm-hmm. just to be, cause we have such stressors of life. And to add that is uh, one that will take you out. So um, that's what I would say. 
therapy for yourself as well, but I I would think as a family as well too, because like you say, it's a new normal adjusting to, mm-hmm. you know, that, that uh, I'm sure. And also how old was uh, Kyrie's when this happened? He was 14. 14. He was 14. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he was the strong kid. Mm-hmm. He was the strong kid. That's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Didn't really process much, but yeah. um, he's still dealing with, with it as we all are so yeah, yeah. you know this was his hero this is the person he hunt would start was just re, just gained the privileges of being able to ride out with for a little while oh, yeah, so you know yeah. this was a big hit for him yeah so as far as when you're dealing with the thoughts that come up you know dealing with triggers um, what do you find helps you in knowing how to manage those triggers? Because you can't avoid them. You can't but, avoid them, but yeah. first you have to recognize what your triggers are. Yeah. And then um, and then you know, you just hmm. I would say that you would just uh try to uh focus on the good things mm-hmm. um to you know until you pass through, you know. Um and being busy is, is a good thing. Um, for me, it's therapy for me. So, and being able to help somebody else is therapeutic that my son still continues to live through me. So as long as I can, I have breath and I can ring his name, then he still lives because he's a part of me anyway. He still lives through me. Yes. So we, we know how the foundation came about. Um, but what was the moment or what was that unction that you had um, to, to actually start the foundation? Where did the idea come from? Well, I was thinking that, Hmm. More and more of this stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to reach out to people because we want them to know that we're here to help them. Mm -hmm. And we've been through what they're going through Mm -hmm. and we can help them better than the DA's office can help them Mm -hmm. better than the prosecutor or the police, Mm -hmm. um, because we are living this this new normal that they have just been introduced to. So. uh I don't know. I was just kind of like the Lord just dropped it in my spirit that there was a national crimes victims week coming up. I don't know how it came up. And it Mm -hmm. was like, man, this is how we this is what we need to do. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. then, you know, um, after praying and, and trying to prepare and, you know, deciding what we needed. And how we can offer that on a larger scale and what it would take. Mm-hmm. So that's where the development of the foundation came. Beautiful. Where do you see the foundation going? Like, I see it bigger than just here in the area in Gulfport. Where do you see it going? I My prayer is... Um, that uh it it that not only um because we're on the aftermath of it mm-hmm. but i like to be a part more part of and we have been mm-hmm. more recently being more proactive mm-hmm. in the stop the violence events in the community mm-hmm. because we want these children to know that these five second decisions they're making mm-hmm. are changing lives right. forever not just the person but it's your life too everybody yeah. is a or it's a lose lose situation mm-hmm. so i would love for us to get out and you know and reach the masses and 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 be able to speak to these children and let them know real life 
you hear about it. But until you see somebody who is serving 25 years to life or just because he stepped on your shoe or Mm. or whatever the situation is, it's not that bad, you know, but I would I would like to see it, you know, expand you know, greater than the Gulf Coast. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Latasha, what did you learn about God during this process? I learned that God is a patient God, mm-hmm. that God is a forgiving God, and God is an understanding God. Mm-hmm. And God does not expect you to have unnatural feelings. Mm-hmm. He knew I was mad. Mm-hmm. He knew I was hot. Disappointed is the biggest if I had to say one word, it would be more disappointed than anything because he has last say of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's the ultimate protector. So even if I wasn't there, he was supposed to be there, but he, he allowed me grace. That's Mm -hmm. where the grace comes in Mm -hmm. because he knew what I was going through Mm -hmm. and he knew what, what, you know, we suffered such a major loss that he already knew we were going to suffer when Keon was born. So I, I think that I learned more so that, um, God is a patient God and he's an understanding God. And just as your parents don't, you don't always see eye to eye with your parents and somehow Mm -hmm. you, you can always go back and Mm -hmm. somehow they always love you the same regardless that love is greater on a greater level. Um, so that is probably the, the most, you know, important thing that I learned with him. He was very patient with me. Mm-hmm. I never left the church. Mm-hmm. I ne- never left the church. Um, I uh, continue to go. So as long as you stay around, because mm-hmm. your inheritance are among what? Those that are sanctified. Mm-hmm. So you know, focus praying for you. <laughs> right. The word is going forth. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing the word, yeah. you know, and it's been in the Holy Ghost is reminding you of the word. Yeah. Um, so it helps you, you know, that eventually that I have to keep going because I still have a son. Mm -hmm. I have to keep going because I still have to show him the way Mm -hmm. and holiness is still right regardless, you know? And so I don't want him to ever compromise or, or feel like that Mm -hmm. serving the Lord don't pay off because even though it feel like it didn't pay off, then, you know, God knows what, you know, best, um, even though it doesn't feel good. Um, so that's pretty much the most, you know, I, I could say that I've learned about him. Yeah. Yeah. What did you learn about yourself in the process? Um, I learned that um, I'm stronger than I ever gave myself credit hmm. um, to do. Um, and um, I, I, I don't know. I'm still learning myself. Yeah. This, well, this is not a end all thing like so every day is something different so every day it's a battle Mm -hmm. it's a struggle um because you but you have to keep going so you know some days you don't want to keep going some days you want to quit some days you want to throw in the towel some days you want to say forget it you can take me now it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. but you allow yourself grace you allow because this is just a day lord just help me get through this day you know and some and he does it you know so he get he gives you strength and and grace each day for that day and so I give myself um I give myself permission just to live for that day 
Yeah. And tomorrow I'll, I'll, I'll decide what t- tomorrow's going to be right? and how I'm going to handle tomorrow That's instead right. of worrying about what I'm going to do next week <laughs> because nothing that I did mm-hmm. changed the outcome. Yeah. So no matter how much I worried, how much I did, you know, mm-hmm. you know, wanted to do this or want, you know, mm-hmm. nothing changed the outcome. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just totally now I'm just like, well, God, you, you, you have to take it all now because, you know, mm-hmm. even when I took, you know, was worrying about it, nothing changed. So yeah. I'll let you worry about it all. That's it. And that's a lesson for everything, not, mm-hmm. not just you everything know, in life. Particular situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lesson for everything in life. You just have to learn to let go. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if anybody's like me, it's, you know, it's hard to let go. Oh yeah. I'm a very control. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I, I'm, yes. I'm calculating. Like I want, I know what I want to do. I want to hide I want this done this way. Right. Right. It's, you know, so yes, ma'am. What would you say to the mother that's going through the same thing that's lost her child due to gun violence? I would say, give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. It's not one thing that I would change that I did in the 19 years. It's not one thing I could think of to say, I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I could have only. No, give yourself. You did at that time. You did the best yes. job that you could do. Yeah. Um, and you made the best decision. And as mothers, sometimes we'll make the right decision now. Mm-hmm. But at that time, we're making the best decision for all involved mm-hmm. because we want the best for our children. Right. So give yourself some grace, but whatever you do, just continue to hang on to God because he will bring you through. Yes. He will restore you. You know, the restoration is there for you. Mm-hmm. We just have to tap into it. And I'm not going to ever be the one to say you are completely healed mm-hmm. until we go home yes. because that void will always linger in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. What do you think, uh, what do you feel Keon's legacy is? What is the legacy he has left? Something that Keon has passed on to us, I guess, Mm -hmm. would be, um, he was, um, a very loyal person, Mm -hmm. very patient, Mm -hmm. um, and, um, would do anything for anyone. Mm -hmm. And by creating this foundation where it's open to any person whosoever, whosoever wants mm-hmm. to be a part, mm-hmm. that is who he was. Yeah. So he had no respect. I don't care. White, black, blue, green, mm-hmm. you know, homeless. I've seen him give money out of his pocket to the homeless mm-hmm. people without being prompt to do it. Yeah. So he's a very given loyal person. So if, we can continue that, you know, that's, that says Keon continues to live. That sounds like love. Yes. That was his legacy. Mm-hmm. Love. love. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Well, Latasha, I thank you so much. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Out. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate your openness. I appreciate your transparency and just being real. Um, I know that it's going to bless a lot of people. Definitely. Especially those that are going through. Um, and, and it will inspire as well to see your strength and in, mm-hmm. in, in your perseverance yes. um, in this time. Well, you guys, that is my time for today. I hope you found some comfort today and you were encouraged to keep pushing no matter what it looks like. It's so much better on the other side of your pain, but remember the blessing comes in walking through it. All right, so be sure to join us every Tuesday for another great episode and spread the word, invite a friend, pull up, sis. We'd love to have you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Check out the show notes for more information on I Am Coach Leah and connect with me through social media or on my webpage. I would 
love to hear from you. All right, you guys, that's it for this episode. Until we meet again, I want you to be encouraged, be empowered, and be blessed. Peace, y'all.